Hey guys, my name is Ryan. I'm the student pastor here at Beach Church. And I wanna talk to you tonight about a change of plans. A change of plans. Wherever you're listening right now, I want you to say, change of plans. Change of plans. When I got married in 2015, my wife and I, Karen and I, had, had some plans. We had some plans. We had some plans about what marriage would look like, Especially we had some plans about the fact that we wanted kids. We had some plans about how many kids we wanted to have. And very specifically, we had plans about when we wanted to have those children. When you get married, generally you want a little bit of a honeymoon period. And so we were thinking two, three years down the road, we'll, we'll, we'll have some kids. And then, then we had a change of plans a change of plans. Because how many of you know that everything you intend to do doesn't necessarily happen? Everything that you want to happen doesn't happen the way you thought it would. And so one night in 2016, we had been married maybe a year and a half. We weren't really thinking about kids yet. I'm having life group. And, um, and to make a long story short, essentially one of my best friends, he, he found a pregnancy test accidentally in, in the bathroom. And um, he's like, are y'all pregnant? I'm like, nah. And he went home and then I went in and I'm like, hey, Karen, are we pregnant? And she's like, uh, how did you know? And I'm like, wait, wait, are you serious? And there was actually like this, this feeling of like, oh my gosh, our plans are ruined. Everything we thought was going to happen is different now. Our timeline is totally thrown off. And I remember the next morning I woke up and, um, and, and I was having this quiet time and I'm sitting there and, I, and I'm just thinking about this whole deal and I'm like, man, everything is changing. This is not what I thought would happen. I was facing this major change of plans moment. And for the world right now, for humanity, we are facing a change of plans right now. The coronavirus has brought on a change of plans. We thought life was gonna look one way in 2020, but it's actually gonna look a little bit different, a lot different. I know a lot of us were going around like, oh my gosh, 2020, 2020 vision, this is gonna be the best year ever. 2019, you suck. Like 2020, it's gonna be awesome. Well, so far, not so awesome. Change of plans, right? Change of plans. We are having to face some things we didn't think we would have to face. As a ministry and in work, I'm having to face things I didn't think I would face. You guys are facing changes of plans. Some things are, are kind of small inconveniences. Some things are bigger. They're, they're, they're kind of once in a lifetime things that, that you're missing out on. Some of you are like trying to get your head around the fact that you may not have your senior prom. You might not have your senior graduation. So some of you are having to wrap your head around the fact that you can't play the sport you thought you were gonna be able to play. That you can't go on a vacation or a trip you've been planning for months or years. That you're not being able to spend time with people the way you wanted to. That jobs are changing. That money's changing. Your family's worried financially. Like all these things are happening. And it's, it's a change of plans. And again, some things are, are, are not a huge deal, but some things just really, really suck. This one I'm about to share, it's really, 
it's really not that big of a deal in the scheme of things, but I'm a major Florida State fan. I went to Florida State and I love basketball and we were having the greatest season we've ever had in our school's history. And the one year that we were having the greatest year in history, we were about to be a two seed, maybe even a one seed, maybe make a run at the final four, a virus hits and everything gets canceled. By the way, just, I mean, like, you want to know what just really sucks? Like, we have the most time we've ever had and the least things to do with it, right? Like, you're all always like, man, I just wish I had more time. Well, not if live sports are off, not if you can't go to the movie theater, not if you can't go out to eat, not if you can't go on vacation or have fun with your friends. Like, it's, it's kind of this, this worst of both worlds that we're just sitting here like, oh, like, what do I do? It's a change of plans. Let me, let me speak some, some hope into the situation. We serve a God. We have a God. Whether you believe in God or not, there is a God that thrives, thrives. Everybody say it together. Thrives on a change of plans. He uses a change of plans. He's done it forever. Thousands and thousands of years ago, there was this guy named Moses. He's out in the desert. He had left his life behind in Egypt. He had a new life, a new wife. Everything was kind of settled for him until there was a change of plans. God had something different for him. And God says, hey, Moses, your life in Egypt's not over. You're gonna go back and you're going to deliver my people. Hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people are going to be freed and you are going to lead a nation. God thrives on a change of plans. There was this, this little teenage girl. She's so excited. Her, life, her whole life's in front of her. She's been, she's been a good girl, a good Jewish girl. She's found the, the man of her dreams. They're gonna get married. Everything's going great. Until one day, there's a change of plans. And an angel visits her and he's like, hey, Mary, you're pregnant. And she's like, <laughs> listen, man, I don't know who you are. I don't know why you're glowing and you got wings. That's kind of weird, but, but let me tell you something. I ain't pregnant. You want to know how I know? Because I haven't had sex. And he's like, funny you should mention that. That's why I'm here. Um, this baby didn't come from sex. This baby has come from God. Change of plans. And it was difficult for her. She was made fun of. She was cast out. Because, I mean, what are you going to think when people say, oh, well, I haven't had sex. Well, you're pregnant. You're a liar. Her life was ruined in the short term, but God had to change of plans. And he thrives on a change of plans. He was going to have her raise the son of God. There's these two guys, brothers, James and John. They're sitting in their boat with their daddy. They think we're gonna spend the rest of our lives being fishermen. Change of plans. A guy walks along the beach and he's like, yo homies, let's go. Come on. You're gonna follow after me. And they went from being fishermen to disciples, from being fishermen to, to, to church leaders, to being fishermen to pastors and missionaries. And they changed the world and we still know their names today. And in fact, hundreds of thousands of people are named after them because of a change of plans. Billions of people call themselves Christians because of a change of plans. They thought they were gonna be fishers. Jesus had something different for them. God thrives on a change of plans. One more, there was this guy named Saul. He was gonna be the best Jew ever. He was a Pharisee. He was gonna be on the Sanhedrin. He was gonna be one of the, the leaders of the temple. He had done it all right. He had climbed the ladder of success. 
He was killing Christians because they were coming against his religion until one day he's on his way to kill some Christians. He gets knocked on his behind and God tells him, Paul, your name used to be Saul. I'm gonna call you Paul. Get up. I got a different life for you. Change of plans. He would go on to write the New Testament, most of the New Testament, to be one of the leading theologians and thinkers in the Christian faith, to be a, an amazing missionary, raise up all these, these leaders in the early church. Change of plans. Our God thrives on a change of plans. Our God can take what is meant for evil and turn it for good. Our God can take whatever's going on with the coronavirus and do amazing things with it. Proverbs 19, 21. I'm gonna read you one verse. Proverbs, Proverbs 19, 21. It's a book full of wisdom and sayings that are wise. And it says this, many are the plans in a person's heart. That's true, right? Many are our plans. Everyone's got plans. Little kids have plans. Old people have plans. Teenagers have plans. Guys have plans. Girls have plans. Doesn't matter what your faith system is. We all have plans. Many are the plans in a person's heart. But, 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 it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Let me say that again. It is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Meaning, you might have all kinds of plans. But whether your plans work or whether there's a change of plans, God's purpose will prevail. His purpose of reaching people. His purpose of showing love. His purpose of saving people. His purpose of defeating sin his purpose of overcoming the world, those things will happen whether your plans succeed or not. And if we only are happy when all our plans are going the right way, we're not gonna have a very happy life. Because ultimately, plans come and go. Plans succeed and fail. But the purpose of God always prevails. Always prevails. And so we've got to understand that even in this time where a lot of our plans are changing, where a lot of things aren't going the way we want them to, God's purpose will still prevail. God is still on the throne. God is still in charge. God is still all powerful. And here within Beach Students, we may have had a change of plans. We've changed some events. We've canceled some events. We've had to put everything on hold. We had some things we were excited about that we're not going to be able to do right now. But know this, in the same way that God's purpose prevails over man's plans, our purpose stays the same even though our plans aren't going the way we thought they were gonna go. And what is the purpose and the mission of Beach Students? It's to point students to Jesus and to point people to Jesus. And guess what? We can do that whether we have events and plans that are what we thought they were or not. Guys, we can, we can point students to Jesus. We can point people to Jesus. Whether we are standing in a room with all our friends, worshiping with a live band, or whether we are in our room by ourselves. We can point people to Jesus, whether we are face-to-face -face or not. And, and this is not just gonna be a time where we're just gonna be like, all right, we'll sit back and, and just see what happens. Our purpose has to stay the same even though the plans are changing. And let me tell you one other thing about God's purpose for you, God's purpose that will prevail. And maybe it will prevail through this situation that's going on right now. Jesus is for you. 
Jesus is for you and he desires a relationship with you. And perhaps, perhaps God is going to use the coronavirus to bring you closer to him, to remove some distractions, to allow you to have a conversation with a friend that doesn't know Jesus, to allow you to grow deeper in prayer, to allow you to get deeper with your family, to allow people that don't know him and are far from him to come to know him. Once again, why is that? Because we might all have all kinds of plans, but God's got a purpose. And his purpose is to be for you. His purpose is to love you. His purpose is to save you. His purpose is to show you his glory. Perhaps, perhaps he's gonna use something that seems evil, that seems bad, that he did not cause in order to do something amazing. And here's the great thing. Here's the great thing. In 2020, we have the ability for seasons, for seasons, to be able to continue in community without being face-to-face, to continue to be able to continue in worship without being face-to-face, without being in a large group setting together. And so I just wanna share with you a little bit of our plan for the coming months, forever, however long it is, so that we can continue to point students to Jesus, even though our plans have changed. So that we can hopefully help God's purpose prevail, even though many people's plans have changed. And we wanna do this while still being wise, while still protecting ourselves and other people and their health, and while still obeying our government and the authority and the rulers that are over us. And so here are some things that we're gonna be doing over the next few months that we want you to join with us in doing. First thing is this, we are going to post United Online through our podcast. So we're gonna have United Online through our podcast. Now we always post the podcast anyway, but we are gonna be changing it up a little bit. We're going to be adding um, worship music to the beginning and the end of it. And basically it is the exact same service that you would have had if you had come on a Sunday night and met in the church building. And you're going to be able to worship God and experience God as you hear a word from his word, as you hear a word about Jesus, as you, as you listen to the worship songs and hopefully join in and singing them and you join in in praying. And you could do this alone in your room. You could do it with your family. You could do it with your friends if y'all are still getting together. But you can do this without being in a church building. That's a way we're gonna continue to point students to Jesus even though we can't be together. Here's the second thing we wanna do. And this is huge. We are going to move life groups online. We are going to move life groups online. Now, is this as convenient or even fun as being face-to-face? Maybe, maybe not. Is it going to feel the same? No. But listen, we are better together. We're better in community. And we in 2020 can experience faith together, can develop godly, authentic relationships, even when we're not face to face because of the technology that we have in our pocket, on a phone. And so from Wednesday nights, from seven to eight, we're going to to encourage you to be in life groups on an app, on a phone, together for maybe 40, 45 minutes, an hour, 
talking, talking about the sermon, talking about the scripture, doing what you would do if you were sitting in a room together, praying for one another, sharing your struggles, sharing what you need with one another. And here's the thing, when we're alone, when we're in our homes, when we are being quarantined, we need each other more than ever. We need to lean on each other more than ever. So do not let this idea that I can't be in the same room as someone, so I can't be in community and I can't be in a life group, get in your way. That is a lie. You can be in community through technology. You can talk about God through technology. You can deepen your relationships through technology. We need to lean on one another. We need to be there for one another, especially when we're not going to school and not going to work and not going to sports and not going to social events. And let me tell you, this is nothing new. It's a little bit different, but it's nothing new. For the first 300 years of the church, for the first 300 years of the church, the first, second, and third centuries, it was illegal to be a Christian. Now, some people were killed for it. Some people weren't. But nonetheless, it was always illegal. There were no church buildings. There was no public place where you went to worship together. And so people met in homes, in shops, in graveyards. And they worshiped God together. And they had community. Why did they do this? Because they were forced underground. Because they could not be open and out in public with their faith. And so they did it in small groups, in private groups. Now, the reasons that we're going underground are a lot different. But nonetheless, it's the same. We are no longer allowed to meet in public for the most part. But we can still meet. We could still be together. We could still be in community. And again, it may be different, may not feel the same, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't pursue it. And some of the greatest times of growth, let me tell you this, some of the greatest times of growth of the church have happened when things were tough, have happened in places where Christianity is illegal, where meeting together is not possible, where sickness or war reigns. Some of the greatest time. I mean, if you go back and look at history, look up the bubonic plague and the response of the church. Look up what happened. As thousands and thousands and thousands of people were dying, the church blew up. It kind of takes us back to that Bible verse, doesn't it? The plans. The plans of rulers, the plans of authorities, the plans of war, the plans of sickness, the plans of Satan. They can kind of try to do whatever they want. Situation may be bad. It may be dire, but listen to this. Listen to this. God's purpose prevails. It happened before. It'll happen again. Perhaps the greatest growth in your life as a Christian is gonna happen through a virus that has spread all over the world. Here's the third thing that we're gonna do. We're gonna post daily devos or devotionals for you to spend time with God. We believe that it starts in our hearts. That yes, we, we need large groups and we need small groups and we need to serve together and we need to come together and all those kind of things. But first and foremost, we need to spend time with God alone. Some of our greatest growth and greatest maturing happens in those times. And so we're going to give you resources to help you develop that habit of spending time in the word. Some of you have never done it. I, I know many times I don't do it. And we've got to grow in that. And maybe these distractions, sports, jobs, friends, 
school, like all these things that come up. Maybe, maybe God's removed them for a, for a minute, for a season, so that we can grow closer to him. So let's take advantage of this time. So we'll, we'll post those, uh, those devos on the website, on Instagram. We'll, we'll text it out and all that kind of stuff. So you'll get plenty of ways to get it. And also we'll share additional teaching on Instagram Live and, uh, and dish, additional insight into the devotional to help you get deeper in your times of personal worship. Here's the fourth thing we're gonna do. We are gonna move to two Q and Praise weekly. So Q and Praise is something we've been doing for a few months. And basically it's a time where we, we just get on Instagram live and we answer your questions. We, we talk to you guys, we respond to you and we pray for you. And um, we've done it in the past just to, to, to interact with people during the middle of the week. But now, now God set it up so that we're already doing something that we need to do that we almost have to do because we can't get together. So we wanna invite you on Tuesdays and Fridays at 4.30 to get on Instagram Live, to follow at Beach Students and to just come and talk with us and listen to some of the answers and, and hear some of the people that, that I'll be talking to and, and ask your questions and get some responses and, and pray for one another and have us pray for you and just be a chance for us to be the church together. Because again, the church is not a building. The church is not an event. The church is a people and the people are still here. We're just hiding in our homes. We're just staying away from one another, but we can still be the church together. In addition to that, just, just along with, with the Q and pray, we'll be posting some additional content on Instagram Live and Instagram TV uh, throughout the week as we, as we continue to kind of change up our plans in response to the virus. And here, here's what I wanna close with. I wanna, I wanna close with, with that idea of holy ground that we've talked about before. How, how Moses walks in this desert. He's alone, he's not with anybody, he's not by a church, but yet God tells him, take off your sandals because you are standing on holy ground. Well, what was holy about it? It wasn't holy because of where he was. It wasn't holy because of who he was with. It wasn't holy because there was a church there or an altar there. It was holy because God's presence was there. And we serve a God whose presence is everywhere at all times. And you know what? A virus can take away your health. A virus can take away your wealth. A virus can take away your friends and your social opportunities. A virus can take away sports and entertainment, but a virus cannot take away God's presence. And a virus cannot take away your faith. This is why Jesus said, don't store up for yourself treasures on earth where things can destroy it or thieves can steal it. He said, store up your treasures in heaven because nothing can touch it. And we have the opportunity to store up some things in heaven, to experience God's presence wherever we go, whether you're in your room alone, whether you're with your, your, your family in your living room, maybe you're with a couple of friends, whether you're quarantined or not, a virus cannot touch your faith. A virus cannot touch God's presence. You can access him from anywhere at any time. And we wanna help you do that over the coming months. This can be a season where you grow more than ever. This can be a season where your relationships with some family and friends deepen more than ever. This can be a season where you know God better than ever. This can be a season where your prayer life explodes. This can be a season where our ministry, where Beach Church's ministry, where the church all over the world's ministry explodes and revival happens because of a change of plans. Because of us not being able to do what we would usually do. But God's, purpose prevailing 
through anything, through any trial, through any virus, through any evil. Many, many are the purposes in a man's heart. I'm sorry, many are the plans in a man's heart. But it's the purpose of God that prevails. Let me pray for you. Pray for our world as we close. Heavenly Father, I pray for each person listening to this message. I pray for each person that is dealing with a change of plans, that's disappointed. Lord, you, you understand our disappointment. You love us. You're there for us. You comfort us. Lord, I pray that during this time of disappointment and changes in our plans, that you would still point us to you, that people that don't know you would come to know you for the first time, that people that are far from you would draw close to you, that people that are not involved in community would get involved in community through, through technology, that people who are sick would be well and be healed, that people that are dying would not die, but that there would be a miracle, that a, that a cure to, to the virus would be found, that, that, that medical professionals would, would have rest and, and, and have wisdom as they deal with the stresses that they're dealing with. Lord, let us not focus on the virus or focus on the change of plans or focus on the evil in the world, but let us focus on the God whose purpose prevails. Let this be a season that is unlike any other season. Let us focus on you more now than ever before. It's in your holy and mighty name we pray. Amen.